This is the Legs and Eggs Podcast, starring Fupa Jones, Heather Heather, Clem Stone, and Sarah the Ruthless. Where's Makeout Point? I don't know, but there's always a makeout point in movies. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have one of those. Hokum's Rock is definitely where you went to get high. That could be a makeout point, though, still. I guess. <laughs> you can pull your car off back into that park area. Yeah, you probably could do it. Yeah, probably. Makeout points in West Dennis. I bet there's a lot of dry humping going on. Yeah. There. It's like, you know, over the shirt. <laughs> a teenage boy is down there dry humping his girlfriend. Like <laughs> humping the steering wheel and the center consoles in the way. You know, actually a place that I used to go to make out sometimes was um near the airport. Back then there was a lot of woods and stuff and little pull-offs. <laughs> the pull out the pull-out method. Yeah, pull off. Like, little place where you can park your car. <laughs> little pull out. Make out point is not the same as Pickle Park. <laughs> no. I don't think those couches are still at exit four. No, I think they're gone now. But they were there for years. I've been looking. I never see a couch. But I was like, do I go left? Do I go right? Like how far away from exit four? So I haven't investigated too far, but I have not seen a couch. I think they have a like those yellow like do not enter type of things it's supposed to be a gate they might have busted down pickle park maybe i just if i found a couch on i was like i'm taking a fucking picture the fucking cum soiled flowered (laughs) couch like that's been sitting outside for two and a half years like or more that's sanitary I know, but hey, you got to fuck, right? I guess. (laughs) Priorities. When you've got that fever. I wonder if there's a kid that goes there just to fuck the couch. Maybe. Put a little drizzle. Like Carl's pulling off the road and like... (laughs) like, (laughs) Wait, is it Carl's couch? It might be. (laughs) It might be. Maybe he left it there. That's the way to his cousin's house, so that's possible. (laughs) (laughs) This is is something we can put on our Patreon. At like the $1,500 a month level, Carl fucks your couch. (laughs) Could you make that an OnlyFans? You could be like a cam girl. There may be a side hustle for Carl in here. (laughs) Parents said you should you should open an OnlyFans for couch fucking and just like fuck the couch <laughs> on the webcam. Dry hump the couch. <laughs> He's like, if it gives me money. <laughs> you can probably you can probably make a lot of money on that. Yeah, he he always wants to do things like that. Oh man. We got to make a Law & Order episode about this. I know we do. I hope you make enough money so Ice-T can be a part of this sometime. Yes. There you go. Yes. Like, he comes over to, like, investigate the couch and, like, the surrounding area. <laughs> like, <laughs> dunk, dunk. It's what you call the down low. It's when you look like you love a woman, but you really love a couch. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
What I want to know is what's the name of that Billy Joel song that's sang in front? Lame. Lame. It was Lame. It was Gold Lame. <laughs> now you have me singing Don't Ask Me Why in my head. Why? Because he sings in French in that song too. Does he? Yeah. He's like, now you parlez-vous français. All I know is I never heard this song before until I watched Freaks and Geeks. And then I was like, this is a fucking terrible song. <laughs> oh, I heard you guys tear up on uh, Gordon Lightfoot once. Do you know that song? Oh, I know. Wreck of the Gordon Fitzgerald. Is that what it's called? The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Edmund Fitzgerald, yeah. And you're like, oh, that's a terrible song. But I'm curious about the rest of his oeuvre. <laughs> yeah. And uh, man, that's his, by far his best song. I don't know how he got to be a household name. Like, how how the hell do we know that guy's name? What magic trick did he do to the 70s? He had a light foot. <laughs> yeah. Like a lightsaber, but that was his foot. And what did he do? He made music. Could he be a kicker for a football team? He would, like, destroy the football, though. Well, maybe. I don't know what it can do. But no. Does he play music with it? No. He puts a fucking shoe on you don't even, you pay whatever dollars to see a ticket. Edmund Fitzgerald, yada, yada, yada. You don't get to see the light foot. No, you got a boot on it. Maybe it's kind of like how Darth Vader could push people with his hands, you know? <laughs> Maybe he did that with his foot. So the foot's, the foot's playing all the music. The foot's really pulling the strings. Oh, when I saw Rush, he, that, uh, Getty Lee played the keyboard with his foot, feet. He'd be rocking out with his bass. I didn't know that's something Getty Lee did, but of course that's something Getty Lee does. Yeah, and he'd be with his little slappy Rickenbacker bass. That's how he plays bass. Does he have toes or does he have like fins? Because <laughs> I'm picturing like he's got fins, like tails or something. I don't, you know, I didn't, I wasn't close enough to see his feet. I like the idea of he's wearing like cowboy boots, which would be incongruent. Yeah. But- but maybe he had toes. Maybe he took off his shoes and no, just one shoe. And he would like stand in tree pose and play bass <laughs> until he had to play the keyboards with his toes. And then the real Tom Scarrett would come by and be like, <laughs> real Tom Scarrett. <laughs> mean, mean stand. <laughs> Barry Manilow did not write the song, I Write the Song. Hashtag facts. That's the thing. We really have to keep our, our 9-11 humor quiet on the down low. Like, we're the real persecuted ones. Gosh, if you think Christians are persecuted, I've got two <laughs> major communities for you. People who eat at Lung John Silver's and people who make 9-11 jokes. <laughs> we're the most persecuted people in America. How does Long John Silver stay in business? There's one right off the exit in Plainville, Connecticut, my hometown, right off the exit. People actually eat there. I've never been to one. Me neither. But I don't usually crave fish. I don't crave being in a place that smells like fried fish. I mean, I'll eat it every once in a while, but it's not like, hey, you know what? I want to go to this place that smells like fried fish. I actually like the smell of fried fish. Looks like being in New England. Yeah, but you know what? I, I like it, but it's like, I don't, I don't find myself be, like craving it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not like if I think if I'm hungry and I think, oh, do I want to make tonight? Oh, yeah, that'll be good. Or maybe I'll order that. But I'm never like, oh, I got to go get it. Not like the way you are about Hunter Biden's crack deck. You're like, I got to go get that. 
Mm. That's the white whale. My son's <laughs> penis is, is really big. And, uh, I, you know, it's, okay, let's do some push-ups, and it's going to get bigger. I call it the white whale. He calls it Moby. You know, my, don't touch my son. Don't don't talk about him. Don't touch my, my son. Leave him alone because when it when it grows, Moby, Moby's angry. Watch out for the blowhole. <laughs> I want to strain you with my baleen. Call me Ishmael because I'm gonna <laughs> slay that I'm gonna slay that cetacean. Do you think vampires like a good large dick? It's a lot of blood. Yeah, the man Jan. I just think they like a good fucking, so. Vampire prostitute would be a frightening experience. Quite possibly. Okay, I'm, I'm still thinking about <laughs> Shaq's dick. You want me to bring it, circle it back to the other night when I was talking about Justin Bieber's first, first pube? I missed that, I think. Oh, sorry. Was that after we watched the bottle being thrown at him and he's like, ow, that really hurt. Yes. And then I wondered if he celebrated when he got his first cube. He was probably pretty happy. Yeah. I feel like most guys are. He was like, you're one less lonely girl. <laughs> Did I end up telling you this story later? Clem, or am I imagining it? Oh, you got to say you're imagining it. I don't even know what you're talking about. We were talking about the first cube. Oh, yeah. I was talking about the first cube the other night. I asked you if you were proud of your first pube. That's right. Yeah, I mean, I can't remember if I was. I was. I, I took. I took some edibles that night, so it's a little. <laughs> and um, and so it's like, did I dream that? Did I talk about that? Okay, good to remember. Good to know. No, no. I I asked you if you celebrated your first pube, that you should have a pube party. <laughs> now it would be just too many deaths, too many pubes. Where where are your pube suit? I want to fucking have a party when I have one pube left. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's never going to happen. Poop is Spanish and Portuguese. It's just pube. <laughs> yeah, Carl is fucking Scottish. I think he's got his fucking, sometimes his foot hair connects to his neck. Oh, yeah, kind of like me. I have hairs that have hairs. You got to shave the separation. That's all. Quotes from the one and only George W. Bush. Anyone engaging in illegal financial transactions will be caught and persecuted. So anyways, I pulled up the article about the Russian bots. Soon after a train derailed and spilled toxic chemicals in Ohio last month, anonymous pro-Russian accounts started spreading misleading claims and anti-American propaganda on Twitter. They're basically trying to imply anyone who believes that it was awful is just influenced by Russian bots, you know? Oh, yeah. Has to be. Has to be. Has to be. That's their new thing. Anytime like people do something that, that they don't agree with, they're like, let's just say it's Russian bots. And then a whole bunch of people are like, oh, you believe that? And you felt the Russian propaganda. Yeah. Vladimir Putin and his and his bot army are almost as powerful as Susan Sarandon. <laughs> they can go back in time and completely influence, you know, decades of American policy to disenfranchise rail workers uh, and to also, you know, have influence over over policy about you know what train safety actually is and what 
with safe materials you can actually transport through residential neighborhoods. It's a powerful thing that he's done. I'm surprised he didn't just go back in time and annex Ukraine or even declare Ukraine as an independent nation during the time of the Soviet Union. I'm just shocked he hasn't done those things. Me too. I mean, he has amazing powers of time travel. I mean, the thing that he really did to me was made me believe that when I see that big black cloud of smoke, that something is wrong. But I know now, after reading this article, that when you see something like that, nothing is wrong. You know, the Russians really influenced me. I wanna be a spaceman, named Spaceman Dan. I wanna fly into space like only Spaceman Dan can. I wanna fuck those little space monkeys from Space Invaders. I wanna colonize Uranus. I wanna settle on your moons. I wanna fuck Titan because he sounds like he's real big for a moon. I'm Spaceman Dan, the colonizing planet fucker. Nobody knows about me. But why do you think Neptune has an all-liquid surface? That's cause I make her that wet. She's an ice planet, but I make her wet. That's Spaceman Dan to you. I don't know why Democrats aren't more fucking pissed off about Joe Biden's presidency than the Republicans are. Because people don't care about politics anymore. It's an aesthetic. It's a team. Look, Poopa's Red Sox fan. That's how some people treat being a Democrat or a Republican. He doesn't care how they get there as long as they win, but that's sports. Like, what's it doing other than entertaining people? Yeah, that's a game. So, you know, when you're just like, I'm a Democrat and I support everything blue, no matter what. Well, that's people's lives. Yeah. And a lot of these quote unquote Democrats just need to admit that they're fucking Republicans. They really do. I get it. You don't hate gay people. You don't hate trans people. You're not fucking racist, though most of you are. Yep. I get it. So go reform the Republican Party. Yeah. I get it. I talk to people all day. I I live in New York who consider themselves Democrats and good Democrats and real liberals. And they're what you would call limousine liberals, you know, or they're like black lives matter, but they will fucking call the cops if a black teenager walks through their neighborhood. Or like film them and be like, you're stealing something and they're not, they're just walking. In Washington, D.C., it is illegal to post a public notice calling someone a coward for refusing to accept a challenge to duel. I don't want to go to jail! Carl is um, currently in his forever lazy being sick and tired. I hear you get sick (laughs) and tired of being sick and tired. You do, you do. I hear that. Yeah, and I'm just podcasting after karaoke, so. I karaokeed in Japan. I like that okay, but every time I do it in the United States, I feel like I 
embarrass myself. Like I, I always do it when I'm way too drunk. That's the best time to do it. Yeah, I know. It's really the only time. <laughs> I do it all the time. You guys do. Like, so I must be drunk all the time. It's better if you are. Are you like one of those ringers that like gets it going and say, okay, everyone, I'm going to sing a song. And then you sing it way better than anyone else is going to sing for the rest of the night. No, they do this at home. They do this at home to each other all day. <laughs> all day. All day. All day. Yeah. All day. We pay each other. And we're terrible singers. Yeah. That's not true. Well, we're trying to generate more, like, listeners, and maybe that's not an effective way. <laughs> no, it's. I'm not shitting on it. I just think it's funny. It is funny. It's weird when I just hear noise coming <laughs> out of the other room that it is me singing, and I'm like, I'm on the down Easter, Alexa. The second I get in the shower, I hear, <laughs> what the <laughs> hell is that? Um, I feel like you should be doing it too, though. He should. He has a wonderful voice. Yeah, I don't know why you're not. What was the last song you sang? It was the Humpty Dance. I closed with a duet of the ukulele version of Wicked Games. Oh, nice. Ooh, I don't know that one. Yeah. I know the way I know that song, but not the ukulele version. I didn't know it until this person sent me the duet. And I was like, well, that sounds fun. Last one I did was Ring of Fire. I was in New York and I was so drunk and halfway through, I was like, what am I doing? But I was like, oh, oh, wait, I got to finish strong. And uh, I did my best. The fact is that everyone sounds like shit and you're just having a good time. So that's all that matters. But don't you think homophobes are gay? I think the reason they're afraid is because it's a tendency that they have that they're ashamed of. For me, it all depends on how they express their homophobia because I find it insulting to someone who is gay to say that everyone that hates them really is gay because that's, that's not true. There's ways that they express it. The founder of Westboro Baptist Church. Yeah, gay. Absolutely. Because he acts like there's guys fucking in parks everywhere. And I'm like, I think you fucked in a park. I think he did too. I'm going to go with that. Yeah. You know, but if you ask me if uh, Ben Shapiro is gay, no, I don't think so. Yeah, he's just somebody who, like, you know, speaks very articulately and sounds like he knows what he's talking about. And he sounds like because he talks about, he doesn't care about facts because facts are not feelings or like whatever, vice versa, I'm high. But all he cares about is his fucking feelings. His fucking facts, it's like a confirmation bias, I think. So I see how he easily draws people in with his bullshit. But, like, not everything he says is actually factual. Yeah, he's just, he's smug and entitled. And I think a lot of people are like that. They're entitled. A lot of men, especially, are entitled. So I don't think all homophobes are gay, though. I do think the guy who founded the Westboro Baptist Church was definitely fucking in a park. And I just want to clarify too, I was not saying that to be insulting to gays. I was saying it to be insulting to them because if it's so bad to be a homosexual, then I don't think it is. <laughs> I don't give a shit. 
it's their religious upbringing and them not being able to embrace themselves that makes some of them do it. Like the guy who founded the Westboro Baptist Church. I mean, he's given too many details about what he supposedly witnessed in a park. And I'm like, really? You're like, nah. <laughs> I've been to a lot of parks and a lot of ones that would be marked as like, you know, cruising spots. And I have never seen two dudes fucking. Ryan took me to a cruising spot last week. There was an old man walking his dog. No cruising was happening. I've never just walked in a park and seen two dudes fucking. Like, just going at it in the park. But even if I did, like, I would, if it were two straight people, I would be like, oh, they're fucking. And I'd turn around and walk away. I'd be like, I don't think anyone should be fucking in public like that. If you say you were just out on your evening walk and you saw two dudes fucking. Okay, well, like, one time I might believe you that could happen. Any of us could see two people fucking at some point but if you see it all the time you're really out looking for it because that shit is hard to find also we know a lot of gay people too i haven't seen any of them fucking no (laughs) the closest i've seen to two dudes fucking in a park is when i watched cruising last week Hey there. Yeah, legs and eggs? Yeah, right back there. Just go, uh, you can go into the Spotify or you can go to Apple. Either way, either way gets you there. And then click on the five star thing there. Yeah, that's all you need to do. Oh, Al, while you're there, go ahead and write something. Write something silly. Write something nasty. Write something sweet. They're into sweet things. Oh, yeah, and while you're back there, go ahead and look up the um, 21st Century Podcast. Talking noise from Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, come on, you like noise. Oh, that's a good That's a good name. 21st Century, why not? You gotta call it something. Oh, so, yeah, so what do they like to do? What do they do? Well, what they like to do... cocktail tribute to the time-honored tradition of receiving oral sex while defecating. In a porcelain bowl, mix one ounce of vodka and one ounce cream de cacao over ice. Float in two to three Tootsie Rolls. Garnish with several kernels of corn. Top with a blast of whipped cream. At work, I'm just like, oh, I gotta go call my husband. 
I'm like, I never call him at work. God, they must think I'm so needy. They think I talk to you like, well, my coworkers know I don't because then I go in the back and talk to them. About how you don't want to talk to me? Yeah, nice, real nice. No, just about anything else. <laughs> but I'll tell my clients, oh, I got to go call uh, my husband about dinner. She hates <laughs> talking to me about dinner. Oh, I do. I do. I really do. Because I care about dinner a lot. Uh, too much. That's the way Carl is. I'm like, dude, while you guys fucking shovel food into your mouth, are you already planning dinner? It's like morning. I'm planning it from the second I get up. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Okay, so when I wake up in the morning, Poopa asks me what we're gonna have for dinner. That's not exactly how that goes. <laughs> I think it's pretty close to how it goes though. Let me get some coffee. I can't think about dinner right now. And the other thing that Poopa loves to do is go food shopping. Yeah, I, I wanna be clear though. It sounds like the way you say it, like I'm coming like, what you making me for dinner? <laughs> no, I'm going to make dinner. I'm going to do the cooking and gathering of the foods. Where's my chicken pot pie, bitch? <laughs> hello, 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 hello. Welcome to our new game. Hello, hello.
hippopotamus milk is pink. Hashtag facts. I want to ask about uh, Nelly Fart Taco. Yeah, I was high. I just said that. Well, there's also a frittata. There is, but that doesn't have fart in it. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems a little more on the nose. Which would be, but it's just better for farts. I guess a fart would be more on the nose. Sarah and I are currently recording our farts. Are you serious? <laughs> you are, aren't you? Yeah. yeah, she sends me her farts. <laughs> you need to sample that stuff. It could be in the song. I think it's going to be the song. There was one I did that was like a fucking dud, and it smelled so bad, and I had to delete it. <laughs> had to delete it. There was no sound quality. <laughs> it was only pungents. I wonder who recorded the first fart. Well, I used to I used to make fart mixtapes when I was a kid, definitely. Because I had, like, the um, dual cassette tape player. I would press record and play and then press pause. And any time I had to fart, I'd press the pause button again so it would record the fart. Would the DJ be talking, like, halfway through it? Just me. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that was a wet one. Because back when I would record, record Billy Joel off the radio, you know, you're, oh, here comes Piano Man. I better record it. And then the uh, DJ's talking over the first half of it. You know. I would never do that. But oh, yeah, yeah, you did yeah. it. <laughs> no. There's a cassette somewhere. Nope. I guarantee, <laughs> if anything, it was Tennessee. And it's like, Peachtree, he went down to Hollow Springs. And um, she's like, a game of horseshoe, a game of horseshoe, a game of horseshoe. So every time Tennessee came on and that part came on, I recorded a game of horseshoes like 50 times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in Harwich, so I was pretty bored. Sorry, I'm really high. I um, I got these like earwax vape pens. What? Wait, what? You know how like you can yes. do dabs? It's like dabs in a vape, so it's like super intense. So I'm uh, mentally challenged right now. Feel free to wrangle me. Like I, I'm beyond. What kind of wrong things do you do you say? You know, just a lot of like what I say is wrong. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like I use like old people words, like I'm an old person. So I may be using a word in like a neutral manner, but it's not a neutral word anymore. I am not talking about the N word. It oh, really sounded like you were talking about a slur there. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about that. That's crazy. Like, even, like, the word crazy, like, you're not supposed to say that anymore. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, yeah. You are a little more Twitter-brained, I think, than the rest of us. I tried to talk to somebody, or at least I tried to detail an idea that I had recently about solidarity and communism and identity, where I was like, you can take a stance about woke and what woke means. And what, what woke used to mean was a wonderful thing, you know, like paying attention to inequities of life and trying to address them, you know, like don't sleep. That's literally what it meant. Don't go back to sleep, right? Once you are awake, don't go back to sleep. That's great. Nothing wrong with that. It's just, it's been weaponized. It's just, everything's been weaponized. 
all language is weaponized and it, it goes against ideas of community, of trying to build community with people. People only build communities with other people through speech using Twitter language with each other now, which isn't really real community. You know, real community is getting to know someone's warts, you know, like, you know, the ugliness of somebody and saying like, hey, come over to my house and being okay with someone coming over your house if your house isn't perfect, you know? Although that is that is a struggle that I have. At the same time, it's like, that's that's how you know who really accepts you and what your where your community is, you know? Um, and, and expecting the best out of people all the time, you know? We've lost that. Now, should we ostracize Nazis? Yeah, probably, you know, I'm still, I'm still down with that. I'm not saying like, you know, like kumbaya for the right wing. I'm just saying, I think we need to stop eating our own. And I think that comrade as an identity is anti-woke in a good way. Because we kind of strip through all this, all these identities and we say like, you know what, we need to acknowledge our differences, but we need to emphasize what we have in common. We need to emphasize our, our all our, our common humanity recognizing humanity and other people that's my that that's my moment that's my like artsy fartsy commie moment i just wanted to share that with you guys that was truly beautiful usually when i say something like that i mean that in an ironic way no that was truly beautiful yeah i'm with you on this harp i was actually this morning thinking about something similar i guess my edible starting to kick in guys sorry cool like i'm on my second bowl of ramen noodles so like that's where we're at in my life i i just brought back a six pack of ramen back you guys talk about ramen like drugs i'm on my second bowl of ramen you know like i got a six pack this morning it's pretty awesome one of the one of the great things about being married to clem is that she's really cheap to feed I don't put fucking mayo in anything anymore since I discovered Greek yogurt. Oh. I use Greek yogurt for everything. I'll do mayonnaise and french fries. Fuck yeah. I don't know that I would want to do... I'm going to try it. Greek yogurt and french fries? No, like, all right, let's say you got to make tuna fish and you don't have any fucking mayo. Instead of tuna fish, you put the Greek yogurt in there with all of the seasonings you normally would. Oh. That sounds, yeah, that sounds good. Look, you don't notice a difference, really. Yeah, chicken salad, anything. Like, where you would normally use mayo, I guess, like. Are you like a bully salad? What is that? A bully salad? I'm being stupid. Sorry, guys. Uh, is that like a Watergate salad? Yeah, it's like a Watergate salad. I am mm-hmm. totally lost here. I don't I don't know what this is. No, <laughs> I'm sorry. That was, that was like, because you're chicken and you're scare the bully oh oh okay i totally no 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 (laughs) that's not anything like a watergate salad i was hoping that we would stop talking about that and continue on so i just said yeah yeah watergate salad (laughs) watergate punk rock Mm -hmm. shall we Mm -hmm. look at old richard nixon right there (laughs) studebaker television and the land of confusion. You think anyone drove a Studebaker today? I bet. Someone's got to have a restored Studebaker. They drive around California, maybe? That sounds like a good place to have a Studebaker. Yeah. That's what Fozzie Bear drove in uh, the Muppet Ooh. movie. Oh, my God. So Carl just got an email 
and it says free Trump gold. Trump gold? Yeah. As in, like, you can have his gold? <laughs> you, you should go get it. Free Trump gold. Get your free Trump $100 gold bouillon bar. Bouillon. <laughs> bouillon. <laughs> bouillon. That's a sign of a woman. Yes. <laughs> Al Pacino action. Uh-huh. Are you going to get that gold bar? You want to read more about the uh, email for us? That was it. It was a picture of him with these fucking gold bars. I might just have him forward it to me because, like, that was just like, what? <laughs> and, like, when he had a Facebook account, all he did really when he was on it was criticize Trump the whole time. Like, I think it's kind of interesting. That he would get sent a gold bouillon bar. <laughs> <laughs> it would be great if he could send it. Yeah, if it were real. I'd I'm be sorry. like, dude, yeah, are you fucking trying to buy some votes or what? <laughs> you can't buy me love. I had some beef barley soup. I bet you there was some bouillon in there. I bet there was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I had a beer. I should have brought two beers. I could have easily drinking two beers, but I didn't want to get up and go to the refrigerator. Now, amateur hour is what this is, because I next time I'll have the two beers, a hundred beers. Yeah, you should have as many as you want. One hundred beers. And one hundred beers. Yeah, you absolutely should. Oh, and then, um, and then you know what I'm gonna say when I pee my pants? What? I'm gonna say it, I did a duet. In Barrie, Vermont, all residents are required to bathe on Saturdays. I don't want to go to jail! We're glad you called us for information about masturbation. It's a subject many people feel uncomfortable with and don't talk about. Masturbation is touching and handling your sex organs in a way that creates pleasurable sexual feelings. Doesn't make you go crazy or blind. A lot of these old stories are still around, even though today we know that masturbation is not physically harmful. In fact, masturbation is a normal and natural sexual practice for both males and females. Some figures show that as many as 90% of the total male population masturbates, as does 35 to 65% of the total female population. No matter what people say about it, they do masturbate. In early adolescence, certain hormone changes take place in your body you start feeling physical tension, primarily in the sex organs. This tension builds up and you can feel very uncomfortable until you find a way to release it. Masturbating is a natural way to release this tension. It's an outlet for the strong sexual urges that develop during early adolescence, especially among boys. Masturbation isn't physically harmful, but if you masturbate and are afraid it will create problems for you or feel guilty about what you're doing, it can be psychologically harmful. Thus, masturbating doesn't mess up your body, it could mess up your head. Only you can decide if the physical pleasure is worth the psychological hassle. Well, how much is too much? It becomes something to worry about when it develops into the main interest and activity of your life. Now, the warning about masturbating with certain items. Some people choose to use objects. Women, for example, may put objects shaped like a penis into their vaginas. Sometimes males try putting something into the end of the penis. This is dangerous. Or females sometimes use bottles. This is also dangerous. The bottle can create a vacuum in the vagina and get stuck. If this happens, only a doctor can remove it. We'd like to repeat that hand stimulation is the safest way to masturbate. 
You'll probably hear a lot of dumb and scary things about masturbation from people who just don't know the facts. Remember the things we've discussed. We hope the information we've given you will help you understand and accept this normal and natural sexual urge. Thank you. I wish that Canada would invade the United States. I wish that Mexico would. Oh my God. Think about it. Oh, people would be shitting bricks. Yeah, and just think about what Mexico has to offer us. Cheaper drugs. Exactly. That's helpful enough. If they invaded us and took us over and we were now part of Mexico, what is currently Mexico with its beautiful beaches, we would be able to travel to without a passport. I know. That's true. Good point. We gain so much if Mexico invades and takes over. That's true. Scotland's national animal is a unicorn. Hashtag facts. I'm sitting on the bidet right now. I've been wanting to get a Japanese toilet. Those things are, that's like going to heaven. Isn't that essentially like just squatting over a hole? Oh, no, the new Japanese toilet where they have water strewed up your asshole and clean everything out. I'm a fan. Like, I definitely recommend. Hey, I've, I've wanted one for a long time. Yeah, me too. Well, then let's get on this. But we ha- I've told you the problem. The water source is behind the wall. That doesn't mean anything to me. You might as well tell me that there's like a, a magic elf that says no. <laughs> there's a magic elf that says no. Okay. Well, that's that's cool. There's a, also a magic elf that says yes. You just need to go find them. Well, that that's going to take some work. And uh, I'll go with the no for now. What I will do is I'm just going to get a power washer and put that next to the toilet. And just, like, fucking sandblast that ass. You can go to, like, a Reddit, the uh, power wash porn, where they power wash <laughs> stuff. And say, I got this one coming out of the toilet. Does that exist? Maybe these people would like to be on our podcast. Ah, uh, yeah. I gotta start watching those videos. That that works for me. We need bad ideas. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that'd be a good bad idea. It is a good bad idea. They nadir. Nadir. A deer. Yeah. It's a nadir idea. It's uh me from the Midwest. Your pizza and your pop. Yeah, I'm gonna go good. Yeah. I mean, like, that's that's how you can tell someone's from anywhere else, because like I think only in New England we say soda. And everywhere else says pop. Everyone says pop. And they say everyone says Coke, but it's just because everyone just wants Coke. Here in Atlanta, everyone's very specific. If they want something, they say exactly what they want. Because otherwise, they're going to end up with a Coke. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, what? Oh, and then they're like, well, we only have Pepsi. And then you're like, oh, that's right. All that stuff tastes like shit anyway. Even, even Even the stuff I like. Like Dr. Pepper? Oh, I went through a Dr. Pepper phase when I was like 18. Me too, with um, Southern Comfort. No. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I feel so bad now. That's going to give you real <laughs> nasty smelling poops. Yeah. Oh, my oh God. God. I'm going to run up to my local restaurant and ask for a Dr. Pepper or Southern Comfort. See what they say. You should. I doubt they have that, but they might. Does anyone even have Southern Comfort anymore? I don't see it around here. I don't know. They're going to ask you for your ID. Well, that's what I'm saying. I was like fucking like in my early 20s or something when I had that. So No, I used to drink that back in the day, too. Did you? Well, because my friend did. It wasn't by choice. 
it's it's mixing ass with ass essentially, but like for some reason it tasted pretty all right. It had to be cheaper or inexpensive, maybe. As the Europeans would say, it's not cheap, it's inexpensive. That's what they say about Southern culture when you're over in Belgium. I know. Oh, it's, uh, Southern comfort, rather. Sorry. Ah. They say that Southern comfort is cheap. And it's not cheap. It's very good whiskey. It's just inexpensive. What part of Belgium did you go to? I went to, Fl- I went to go there to watch Flanders, the tour of Flanders, and then the Paris-Roubaix bike races. Well, all the Flanders part where they speak... Uh, uh, Shit. Flemish, Flemish, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. No, because I learned I learned how to say uh, dickhead, and that's Eichel. My uh, dentist name was Eichel, and he was a fucking cocksucking dickhead. Eichel, and it translates to acorn. That's why they call that dickhead. And then there's a flap cut, which is a flappy vagina. Yeah, <laughs> that's just like your balls hanging too low or something. Who cares about a flabby vagina? Exactly. But I wanted to know what the words were so I could call someone that. It's like homo class all over again. Isn't it? Yeah. It is. Shout out to Fritz Ertl. Fritz, Fritz, wherever you are. He ran Playwrights Horizons for a while after that. Yeah, and that was probably like his his retirement because we, we wore him out. Damn right we did. If you're a contractor, how many buttholes can you look at? He saw mine. He saw yours. He saw... Did he? Did I, did I do hole? Did you show hole? I I think our, our Scottish friend also showed hole. I must have then. That year was not good for remembering things. You showed a hole, Papa? I wouldn't be surprised if I did. People could see it through your butt pubes? At that point, I didn't have what I have now. We were younger back then. And less hairy. You've always had butt pubes, I know it. You know that old hashtag, NBHNC, no butthole, no care? Oh, I thought it was North Carolina, sorry. <laughs> no butthole must be North Carolina. On that on that particular day, Fritz <laughs> did care whether he wanted to or not, because there was a lot of butthole in front of him. The things we used to do for grades. Fritz was like this, like, Real Midwestern kind of guy. You wouldn't know he was into freak theater. I have it on a really good authority, too, that he is also a like a master level chef. That wouldn't surprise me in the least. He drives around with chef knives, like chef grade knifery and cutlery in his car. Just in case someone says something <laughs> about making food and he's like, oh, I, let me get my knives. We could have been killed. We could have been killed by every single one of our teachers at style and character. I know. Pat Mullen could kill us through sound, like the way Mwadid does in Dune. Damien's Damien. Fritz Ertl, he's got chef knives. Uh, Frank Salito, super circus gay ninja extraordinaire. Damien could have make us disappear. He has contacts, right? He could just gonna make a phone call and we would just disappear. Like Chachevsku style, we'd be dog food. Like it would just be over. And then Frank would like probably choke us out, but then he knows so much about the human body. He would just stuff us into into um, like bags, you know, and he'd put us on an airplane. He knows how to do that. Yeah, dude. And this is before 9-11, which is Karen's favorite holiday. <laughs> and before 9-11, you could just put bags on an airplane and be like, yeah, someone's gonna pick it up at the next airport. Are you saying that style and character did 9-11?
It is illegal in Canada to challenge someone to a duel. I don't want to go to jail. Miss Ruthless, let me tell you, people are crazy. Yeah, it's true. Everybody has lost the damn fucking plot. Mm-hmm. Democrats, Republicans, independents, conservatives, liberals, leftists, however you want to describe it, we live in a world where people have lost their damn minds. I know. That's why I'm like, hey, like, it's funny because all these crazy people call me crazy. Yeah. <laughs> 40 times a day, at least, I have to say, Jesus, people, just be fucking normal. Yeah, well, we don't know what that is. I mean, it's not this. No, it's not. That's for damn sure. We have a housing crisis. We have people going bankrupt over fucking medical debt. Going to college, something they told us, you, people, you had to do to get a good job. One, costs a fortune, and two, doesn't get you a job that pays that student debt. Exactly. And where does all that money go? It doesn't go to the professors. It doesn't go to improving the education for the students. It goes to the top. It's all a fucking grift. We've lost our damn minds. And we sit here and we fucking support that shit. And that's exactly how government functions as well. Never mind student loan debt. Like, they're making tons of money off of barbacks and they're not working for us. Yeah, they're just taking our money. And everyone complains about the dumbest shit. Like, well, we can't have health care because you're going to take my money and give it to somebody else. They already do that. They're already taking our money. They're like, well, they can't have the government's money. It's not the government's money. It's our money. They took it from us. Like, we didn't even give it to them. They, like, took it from us. Exactly. With the promise that we would get something in return, but we don't get anything in return for it. Um, I don't know if you know this, but I was younger. I was not older. And, um, but you probably, this is kind of random, but I was in better shape. And not as interesting as that, that I was younger. I don't know if you guys are younger, but I was. No, um, I'm definitely old. <laughs> you're old. You're older back then. I'm fucking older than I was then. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, that's how I am too. I like have always wavered between being 12 and 75. Me too. I'm like an 80 year old woman, but I'm also like a 19 year old girl. And I've always been like that. You're like a Neil Diamond song, girl, you'll be a woman soon, but you gotta have missed the whole damn in-between part. And I love Neil Diamond. Yeah, so it's girl, you'll be an old lady soon. Yeah, sub, you're just gonna... Shut up, Clem. Eat your peanut butter sandwich. So I think most people will agree that Sammy Hagar joining Van Halen was one of the worst things to ever happen. Old Van Halen's cool if you hear it, but the Sammy Hagar years, I mean, there were a couple songs that like you heard on the radio and they were fine, whatever. Then I hear this story that Sammy Hagar says in the 70s, he was visited by aliens more than once and they uploaded his brain. Then I find out that the song Love Walks In is written about his alien encounter. 
so I had to go and pull the lyrics up. And I'm going to read you the lyrics because, holy fuck, contact is all it takes to change your life to lose your place in time. Some kind of alien waits for the opening, then simply pulls a string. I travel far across the Milky Way. To my master, I become a slave. Earth returns to what it was before. What the fuck was the rest of the band thinking, publishing this song, recording this song, putting this out there, and then for him to come out and say his brain was uploaded by aliens? Jesus fucking Christ. When I was feeding my kid, when she was an infant, and I would put like, you know, baby food or applesauce on, on the spoon, I'd be like, okay, here comes the airplane, open up, open up, here comes the airplane. And I'd be like, oh no, it's 9-11. And I like put, like smash it into her cheek. It is illegal to pee in the ocean in Portugal. I don't want to go to jail. What do, what's, uh, what's the first thing you're going to ask about when you wake up in the morning? Not dinner. I'll plan that out myself. Okay. I want to be alone for dinner. That's what you should say. I will. Be a great start for the day. That That's fine. If you said that to me, I'd be like, go eat outside. Yeah. You got to stoop. Bitch, go eat outside. Go in, the back, go in the backyard. We got a grill out there. Yeah, go fucking grill in the backyard. My grill is in my parking lot out front. My driveway, rather, out front. Ours is a communal grill in a communal backyard. Yeah, it's, it's, it's our building's backyard. Our building's grill. I'm in a duplex, so it's technically communal, I reckon. Yeah, ours is uh, we, it's 145 units in this building. So we share that grill with all of them. Do you think there's 300 people living in there? Probably at least. How does apartment math work? I, I don't know because when I first moved in here before Fupa lived here, I had neighbors and I only ever saw the husband and the little girl. So quiet. When they moved out, nine fucking people were living in that apartment. What apartment was this? Right next door. The C apartment. The one next to us? Yeah, the one neck right behind you. The A apartment. No, that's our apartment. Oh, then they're in the B apartment. Yeah. The L apartment. Oh. How is L next to A? Because it wraps around. Oh, wraps around. It's the rusty trumpet of the neighborhood. Yeah, I feel like I'm in a NASCAR race or something. Or maybe I may be at uh, a horse race. What's the horse race in New York? Uh, the one where sweaty ass Frank Sinatra. Belmont? Yeah, Belmont. Yeah, where they sing New York, New York. Frank Sinatra Jr. would get out there. The one thing to do a year. He was a good man. I'm I'm sure he was a good man. I bet you he hung out with the Kennedys. I bet he fondled boys too. (laughs) On Epstein's Island? Yeah, definitely. They've all been on Epstein's Island. Come on. You think Frank Sinatra? Did he die before Epstein's Island? If Frank Sinatra was alive, would Frank Sinatra have been on Epstein's flight locks? Definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably, right? Quotes from the one and only George W. Bush. 
I don't know where Bin Laden is. I have no idea and really don't care. It's not that important. It's not our priority. My therapist actually loves the fact that I do karaoke now. It is therapeutic. He's, that's what he says. He says I should keep on like, you know that I can't sing, right? He's like, it doesn't matter. I also found out my therapist was a dancer. Really? Yes. Awesome. <laughs> what kind of dancer? Did he tell you? Private dancer, dancing for money. <laughs> Ballet, disco. He's some sort of hippy dippy modern dancer. So basically, it's rhythmless dancing. Yes. But guys, like he wears like flowy pants and clogs. And a ponytail, a man bun. No, no, he, he has normal hair. So he's business in the front and party all over. What are his pubes like? Are they long or does he keep them short? Does he have a longer sideburn? <laughs> Would you say he has a hairy asshole? <laughs> he's just like a normal looking dude who dresses a little fucking weird sometimes and this is the person you're, you're entrusting with your mental health yeah that's the exact type of person you should entrust with your mental health yeah the person that doesn't give a fuck absolutely i i think he gives a fuck it's just questionable bucks no people like that those hippie dippy people they want to, because that's what my mother's like. You know, your mother's from another planet. She really is. <laughs> I tell him all the time that sometimes he talks like my mother. If he reminds you of her, that that's kind of a good thing, because you can, like, talk to your mom without talking to your mom. Yeah, he doesn't, like, always remind me of my mom, but he's got that, that's the same vibe my mom has. It does not stop me. We're making fun of him on the podcast. <laughs> you tell him that you make fun of him on the podcast. Yes. No one here is safe. No, I we no one is safe on this podcast, that's for sure. Listen to he should listen to it. He should. I think that he should upgrade his clogs to like some Doc Martin mandals though, because I recommend the Doc Martin mandal to everyone. I'm I'm interested. Oh, they're so fucking comfortable. Are they? Look, it's like leather, so it fucking hurts like fuck. But when you break them in, it's amazing. You don't have that stank foot that you'd get from wearing fucking Birkenstocks, which are disgusting. Plus, they're leather. They're fucking man. I love them. And it's and it's the same. It's the same rubber sole that's on the boot. I've always been intrigued by them. I mean, I'm a fan of Doc Martens in general, but. The last pair I bought, this is a while ago now, a long time ago. Like the, I feel like the quality got worse that you had to you had to buy the ones made in England, which were like a thousand dollars. The quality got worse of everything. I got a pair of wingtips when I was in Belgium, like specifically for that reason. They're fucking gorgeous. They look good with everything and they last forever. I never had a pair of Doc Martens. I always wanted a pair. I just never felt like I would ever look good wearing anything with them, which was stupid because they look good with everything. It's just one of those things. But in my brain, it was like, I can't pull off those shoes. I totally could have. And I should have. I can't afford them now. Oh, no. I mean, nobody can, but. Nobody can afford shit. In my 
prime poser grunge years, I had a pair of blue suede doc boots. I, I feel like I only lost track of them maybe before I met Clint. You know how much this upsets me? It's because Fupa I, and I wear the same size shoe. I had the uh, original Town Hall black, like standard boot, I guess. Clem, you had Dark Martins in middle school and high school, didn't you? Not middle school, it was high school because you could only get them in P-Town. Yeah. Just like you could only get Manic Panic in Boston. Yeah. You had the same problem? Well, no, that's just the only place I ever bought it. And I never used it. I just remember getting screamed at by my parents for standing up my pillowcases in the shower. I colored my hair with food coloring once, and then it washed right out. Oh, I bet you made such a mess, though. I was trying for permanent color. Just I was telling you about the time I fucked up my hair. Anyone want to do karaoke? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to pass. I gotta go to bed early. Boopo, will you do karaoke with us? Not tonight. I'm not, I'm not feeling it. Okay. Well, I'll do karaoke with uh, you, Sarah, and your cum dump. All right, let's go to the cum dump. Good night, everyone. Bye. Bye, guys. And that'll wrap it up for this week. If you'd like to send us some dick pics, our email is... Legs and Eggs Podcast at gmail.com. You can see us on Twitter at Legs and Eggs Pod. And you can check out our merch store. It's linked in our show description. Once again, I'm Fupa Jones. And on behalf of everyone here at the Legs and Eggs Podcast, we'd like to thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Pubes.